Welcome to your own podcast where we talk about everyday challenges that we all come up against. Today's episode, we are trying our new format, splitting the episodes into two parts. So this is episode four, part one, where today we are talking about young about young carers and what it's like to be a young carer. Hi, I am Gary, and I would like to introduce to you today my lovely colleague. Oh, how are you, mate? <laughs> I'm golden, mate. <clears throat> Living the dream. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you for asking. And we are having, we've got Jordan here also to here to help us today. Hi, Jordan. Hi, guys. So we're, all right, how are you? You're not bad, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm fine, thanks. It's a bit, a bit weird being on this side. <laughs> I'm so used to doing the intro and everything like that, but it's a nice change of pace. So thank, thanks for obviously having me as your guest today. Yeah, no worries. And also today we have the special guest, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Okay. So as we usually do, we like to do the news, what's been going on. So we are going to go on to our first feature of today's episode, the news. So we usually do three items. So first item of today's, today's news is the cost of living crisis. There are reports in Wales through census data that our people are heating their food on radiators and candles and eating pet food to survive, which I think is an absolute crime. That's, uh, that is horrible, mate. Yeah, no, it's especially. Um, <clears throat> on um, related to carers, um, <clears throat> our second news item is uh, since we recorded our last podcast, the Carers' Rights Day happened. And that was on the 23rd of November. It was all themed about um, around like, the caring costs. <clears throat> and there's uh, the Carers UK are sharing information. The uh, link's in description. And the last item of the day is um, there was a budget for the last bit of government. Um, so speaking about carers and money and benefits, including carers of allowance, rise with the line of inflation by 10.1% for April 2023. And also, minimum wage will be increased to ten pound forty-two for boys at the moment. Um, yeah, and if you have any experience to share about the cost of living, housing, homelessness, or money, see the strict description box uh, file to get in touch. So, following the uh, those news updates, let's uh, get into it and talk about the young carers. Yeah. So, what we'd like to do today is because. Obviously, I don't know much about being a young carer or what it's like to be a young, young carer, guys. Um, me and Bo, I've decided to write some questions for you guys today and just ask you how it's like to be a young carer, if that's okay with you two. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, that's good with that's me too. Okay. The first question of today's episode is, what do we know about young carers and what is a young carer? So if one, Jordan or Katie would like to start and just explain what a young carer is, if that's okay. Uh, I'll, st- I'll start with this one. Um, so, from my knowledge, uh, a young carer is a young person, uh, can be as young as five years old to, uh, I think, uh, 24, 25, uh, from my experience, um, who is looking after a relative or friend or just uh, anyone uh, that they care about, um, 
who has uh, some sort of learning uh, disability or like a uh, special need. Um, from my personal experience, uh, I look after both my grandparents. You know, my granddad's uh, had two strokes. He's type uh, he's type one diabetic, whereas my nan is partially sighted. So, yeah, I've I've been a young carer for quite some time. So I think it's since about sixteen. Yeah, it's it's not good, but it is what it is. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what about um, Katie? What's your what what is your take on what a young carer is? Well, it's not only just a a job in a sense. It's a it's a mindset. A young carer is someone who will go above and beyond for the person that they care for, which is usually. Uh, family and it's taking the responsibility of looking after that person and knowing that even though you're young it's something that has to be done it's also wanting to do that but finding it hard mm. okay um so well on that note well what's the got you Katie how did you initially become a young carer <clears throat> how did it start uh, for you my mum was diagnosed with MS before I was born, uh, but started to decline after the age of four. Um, and my mum and dad divorced when I was four. So that kind of became my responsibility. Um, and I helped out with little things when I was young and it got more of a progressive role as I grew up, being a full carer for my mum by the time I was seven, doing pretty much everything alongside her social service car carers that come in uh, a few times a day. Well, holy moly. I am I'm truly sorry for that. Uh, Jordan, uh, can I ask you the same question? How you initially became a young carer? Um, well, I uh, moved in with my grandparents when I was 13. Uh, so that was just over 12 years ago. Um, I, obviously, my nan's had, like, she was, she was born blind, but they've managed to restore sight in one eye. Um, initially, I wasn't known as a young carer back then because I didn't know what they did or I, I didn't know I was a young carer. Um, but, you know, I, I would just help out around the house. You know, I would help with the cooking, the cleaning, uh, the shopping, you know, like everyday tasks and stuff. My dad had very limited mobility as well. You know, she'd get breath going to the shops and, and whatnot. Um, and then it was around when I was about 16, when I was just when I was just starting college. Um, my aunt, who also lived with me at that time, uh, reached out to one of her friends um, and got in contact with her about the my local uh, young carers project, which was Great Aunt and Gorsey Young Carers. Uh, and through them, I found out that you know I was a young carer, and they managed to obviously give me a bit of, you know, social socialization with them and, you know, days out and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, it was because of them that I found out that I was a young carer and why I did wasn't normally, you know, wasn't normal in the society, but, you know, it, it's just, you know, yeah, I've, I've been a carer for nearly 10 years now, officially. Well, oh my! Well, thank you for thank thank you for sharing with us today, bud. Yeah, um, no, no worries. It's a bit of a somber start, but 
It's, uh, <clears throat> I guess that's what it's like to be a young carer, you know? It's, um, yeah, it's a pretty tough job, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah it has its benefits as well. Yeah, you both, uh, you both obviously do very intense and uh, amazing work. <laughs> so my next question is, did you guys need an assessment or a referral to be a young carer or, or did it just come naturally to you guys? Uh, for me, I didn't really need an assessment or any sort of referral. Uh, the only kind of referral would to Greyhound and Dawson Young Care is just kind of, you know, uh, kind of ask questions about, you know, my situation and like, how they could help me and stuff like that in, in order to kind of be put into their, uh, into their group sessions and stuff. Um, but no, like for me, I haven't really had any other assessment or referral. Not many people know about my living situation or what I do, because being the young care is kind of very, very uh, not well known. I, I would say that, you know. So um, but yeah, there, there, there have been obviously opportunities where I will, you know, try and talk to other people and stuff like that. Um, but no, I haven't had any sort of assessment or referral about my situation at all. That's girl, mate. Um, thanks for that. Um, Katie, same to you, mate. Um, well, with me, I was kind of, like I said, I was born into it. I don't really remember not being a carer. It's something I've always, I've always been. It's, this sounds weird. It's kind of like a birthright. I, I was, my mum was, I was born, born and my mum had MS already. Um, and it's a very rapidly, uh, it's a degenerative condition. So it was bound to happen. It just happened younger for me than it, I wish it had, but no, you don't need a referral. It's just something that happens over time and it can be difficult, but you learn to adapt. Sounds like it could make a, a really cool comic book story, if I'm honest. <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> <it. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, th thank you both for that. Um, uh, on my next question, what external agencies would help with the help, like the care that you provide on like a day to day basis? There can be many. It's just about searching for the right place. So I, I was with a young carers group called Connects and Co. Uh, they found me when I was in a high school assembly. Uh, no, not a high school assembly. Uh, a kids school assembly um and I went to ask them a few questions about what they'd said because they were talking about carers um and they did an assessment with my pet with my mum and me and I was within that group within two months of, of meeting them at the uh, assembly oh wow uh, yeah they also had me assessed for ADHD they really helped to get me the right support I needed to care for her the way that she needed me to there is also other groups uh quite a few um scattered around norfolk uh most of them get together uh at least the teenagers do for a trip away every june end of june um over a weekend period uh so there are a lot of different groups that you can go to from my experience um and finding them is pretty easy. You just have to search them and you'll usually find something. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. The, um, 
<clears throat> I didn't realize that the the respite that well, at least they, at least there's some form of reprieve for teenagers. That's really awesome. Well, um, like a respite, it's kind of like a, a like a, a holiday in a sense for most young carers. It's a camping weekend with live music and a massive stage, and it's just it's great. Yeah, it's, it sounds awesome. Like um, yeah, the but but to be fair, the work that you do, <laughs> but I guess it barely sort of compensates for that. <clears throat> um well what well what about you Jordan is um what what sort of uh, external agencies help with the care that you provide uh I've I've had uh, quite a few uh, over the years um the main one was as I said the ground from Dawson Young Carers which provided the same sort of um care and support as Kirsten going Duplicate uh you know they, they would there'll be like group sessions you'd be because they, they like have all different colour groups. I was when I started, I was in my orange group, so that's like sixteen to eighteen, you know. And like you would have, uh, you know, you come in for your group sessions every two weeks, and uh, that'd be like you know, be there was like one week would be like arts and crafts, one week would be like movie night, you know, or and then we have like days out and go like quasar, like laser tag, or you can um, go to like swimming pool you know and then like um during like the you know the school holidays like easter and summer they would have their big days out like pleasure hills or pleasure beach you know or maybe their camping trips as well so yeah they, they they mostly provided that kind of care but they would also kind of help like especially when you're moving on to your like uh, the older groups so like 18 onwards they would help you into like employment and find grant to get your driver's license and stuff like that they awesome. would also try and get they would also try and get you a one-to-one like social worker as well so if there's any extra support that they can provide as well um okay. there's but for me i've i've had them and then i've also had carers family uh i think carers family norfolk i think um provided me with the one to with the one-to-one and that's why i met tom <laughs> So Tom was my social worker because I was a young carer, okay. um, and, uh, and um, obviously I, you know, uh, carers Matt and Norfolk as well. So they've uh, been a big help. So, well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. No um, is there any financial support options for you guys? So Jordan, first, please. Uh, there's not really much financial support i mean there, there will be obviously ones where you know as i mentioned about the like you might be eligible for a grant or something to help you uh, get a driver's license or you know some sort of uh you know kind of doing some sort of activity or something like that um obviously the carers projects will be off government funded or charity funded as well you know they mostly funded by like children need so like i've had, I've had I, I was <laughs> i was at case i was at um norfolk uh castle like norwich castle sorry um uh where there was a children need event and stuff like that so those would help fund those uh opportunities uh but the but for personal funding uh there isn't much i mean i know that carers allowance is probably the main one uh, but only one person can claim for it. 
um, if you're, so if there's two people caring for one person, so like if it was me and my nan, they care for my granddad, only one of us can claim it. But my nan used to claim it before, um, but she can't anymore because she's really state pension age, so I, I'm now claiming for her instead. So that, that's, that's the only kind of financial option. And I think that's £69 or something a, a week. So it isn't it isn't that much, but it will it will help us get by, I think. Um, Katie, have you got anything more to add? What George just said. Um, there are grants that you can apply for uh, for certain things, um, and some things are funded. There are also more options uh, for food support. Uh, gas and electricity support that you can apply for but honestly aside from carers allowance there isn't much and it is a downside that only one person can claim it and you can't claim it till you're 16 years old as far as I'm aware someone can claim it for you uh, I think but you can't claim it yourself until you're 16 years old which doesn't help most young carers that's what I was when you can first start to open a bank account I think that's why they limited So with um all that uh the financial supports, what's is there like uh any like big ones that come into come into mind, like the agencies <clears throat> that would definitely be worth getting in contact with if somebody were to well, if somebody needed to get their financial support? Well, most people will go to uh, adult social services to get support but there is a website called MAP um, they deal with a lot of adult and social care issues without bringing social services into it I, uh, I worked with them when I was little um, I don't remember a lot but I know that they have a black and green logo um, they they do a lot for uh, kids and adults young adults uh, supporting them to help get what they need and there's also the Norfolk and Waveney carers uh, young carers as well uh they can help too it's just about contacting the right people okay well when we uh when we take our break we'll we'll try and find the uh the green and black logo (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find the information and stick it in a description box mm-hmm. for those of you guys to listen to. Mm, yeah, what, what about you, Jordan? Have you got any um, agencies that like stick out to you when, um, um, when you think about financial it, support? I mean, it's, uh, it's obviously, um, like I said, with the carers allowance, they were talking to like Job Centre or DWP um, on that one. Um, but yeah, like organisations like MAP as well. Um, I've, I've had a bit of uh, experience with them. Um, you got Dial, which is also a big one, because Dial not only um, help out with like you know care and stuff, but they um, but they focus around benefits and you know financial advice. So even if you can't, you know, if you're struggling to get um any sort of finance you know they're they're also good for like talking to for like getting out of debt or um kind of what benefits can i claim if i'm 
you know, if I'm eligible for them. So uh, Dial really been a big one for me. Okay. So, so yeah. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Um, so on the research for this, we found out about a young carer card. And I'm mm-hmm. curious if uh, if you've both heard about it. And if you have, how how would you go about applying for one? Um, for me, I've, I've heard about it. I've never really had one. So because Graham from Yorks and Young Carers just started issuing them out before I was leaving. Um, but from my understanding, a Young Carer card um, basically helps you kind of, it, it, it mainly helps you, uh, helps uh, support you and the person you're caring for, um, whether it be like discounts in certain shops or uh, tickets to like theme parks or something like that. I, I, I don't really know much at all about it, but those are, those are the kind of things I've heard about it and you just kind of use them for days now and, you know, shopping and, and stuff like that. Um, it also helps people to identify you as a young carer, uh, which is the main kind of thing um, that people were using them for. So, okay. you know, if you if you kind of carry them on you, especially if you're like in college or school, then people obviously would know that you're a young carer if you had the had this card on you. So that way, they can give you a bit of leeway on certain things. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. So, so yeah, so they, I, it was mainly used to identify young carers. Yeah, it can be used for other things as well. Okay. Um what um what about you, Katie? Have you have you heard about a young carer card? Do you, do you know what it is? Like how you would uh, and if you do, how would you apply for one? If you even know, I'm not too sure. Um if I'm honest, I I haven't heard of it. Um okay. I don't actually know what it is. Uh but I guess I'll have to do some research on it and find out what it is. <laughs> yeah so yeah we it, on the research we did it was just briefly briefly met the well as a few places that mentioned a young carer card i was curious to see if either of you have heard about it thank you guys um so any resources and support that jordan and katie have mentioned so far um would be linked in the description in the description heading thin thin copy of the podcast wherever you find <laughs> the title stuff and it'll be somewhere in there um thank you like i said thank you for answering the questions we're just going to take a break to end episode this episode part one and we'll be back with you asap for part two yeah you're gonna go uh eat some beans and mayo gary no <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to your own podcast episode four part one please carry on listening to episode um, four part two to hear more about how jordan and katie manage their social lives and their their well-being alongside being a young carer we've also got a huge favor to ask please can you share this episode or any other episode you found useful with everyone you know thank you for listening we look forward to seeing you on episode four part two Thank you.